Hi, babes. I'm listening to your podcast right now, and I just <laughs> listened to the part um, where you're snapping your underwear band, <laughs> and I was dying. Um, it did not make me go, shit, or pass. See? My shit needs work, but my pass, is, I think, is pretty solid. I will be waiting to hear your thoughts. Um, I love you, and I miss you! Um... Maybe you can send me a recording back so I can hear your voice, even though I listen to your podcast all the time. All right. Love you, babes. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Come on. Hey. <laughs> Dana B here. Hello, my friends. I'm in a new, I am in a new country today. Where am I? I am in Ireland. Bitch, I'm in Belfast, Ireland. Belfast. Today is Saturday, July 27th. It is 6 o'clock p.m. I am trying to record this real quick and also make... There's a poker tournament. It's, I think it's at uh, 6.30. Yes, it's going to be tight. I played in a poker tournament the other day, and I came in third fucking place. Arr, I was so pissed. I was pissed. I came in third place. I was on the fucking bubble. I just missed cashing out. I just missed. And you know what's weird? You know what's weird? Uh, there's a mirror in front of me right now, and there is a long-ass beard here that I need to cut or pluck. Hold on. Pluck. It's going to piss me off. Hold on. Oh, what was that? Oh, shh. Listen. 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 Um, I think I just stepped on a duck. Hold on. Let me uh, snippy, snippy. Snippy, snippy. All right. Now that we got that out of the way. All right. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, um, hold on. I gotta pull up my notes here. Give me a second. Be fucking patient. Don't rush me. Do not rush me. I, I. So here's the deal. Uh, when did I last record? A couple of, couple of days ago. I just played mad ping pong. So my brain is in like ping pong mode, bitch. Which is the complete opposite of poker mode. Or is it? Ooh. Oof. I'm gonna fucking win poker, I swear. Yo, the guy that won poker, I know I can beat him, heads up. I know. Every fucking hand I played against him. Every hand I had him. I had him. There were times, to be 100% honest. Listen, keep this between us, you guys. There were times where I fucking went deep with this guy. And I went, I went all in with nothing. Nothing. You know why? Because I knew he didn't have shit. I fucking knew. I knew. I knew. But he had the muscle. He had the muscle. He did. He had the, he had the, the chip stack. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I'm not judging. But I know I can beat this guy heads up. I know I can. It's not even a question. But getting to the heads up position is the hard part all right oh man i was so fucking close
It, it, you know what? Actually, it was the, the other person who it came down to. It was three of us, like I said. This guy, he's from Canada. Um, he, he, he looks like fucking Rodney Dangerfield. The guy's awesome. I actually love the guy. He's really fucking cool. He looks just like Rodney Dangerfield. But he, he doesn't talk anything like him. But he looks... So, he's, he's got the eyes and everything. <laughs> I haven't told him this yet. I, I was worried I was going to offend him. And then there's this other woman, actually, who it also came down to. And when it was down to three of us, I actually said, I said, hey, is anybody interested in a chop? And if you don't know poker, what that means is, well, you fucking chop the pot. It's like it, when it, it happens a lot when it comes down to two, two or three people. And there was enough money in the pot where we all could have got our money back and then some. And we all could have just chopped it evenly. And actually, this Rodney Dangerfield guy, he said yes. I was I was the one who brought it up. He said yes. And then this woman said, I'm going to regret this, but I say no. Well, guess what happened? I fucking lost. Rodney Dangerfield won. And that woman lost. And they they didn't even chop at heads up either. So I guess that's technically not the bubble. I guess she... Whatever. She got greedy. But you know what? She's an amazing um, human, actually. She has a really cool story. I forget her name. I'm sure I'll see her there if I make it on time. Her her story um, is pretty cool. I've done two poker tournaments. And um, I came in, uh, uh, I think, fourth the last time. That one was, like, between 11 people. Um, this one was less than that. But um, she... after She won the first the first day I was there. And I talked to her after. I said, hey, you're you're a really good player. You're like, I was like, you're a killer. She's a fucking killer. She's a very good poker player. And I said, I just want to tell you, you're a really good poker player. And she said, actually, um, can I tell you my story? And I said, of course, please do. And she goes, I lost my husband. Um, I don't know. It was like six years ago or something. She goes, and I didn't really know what to do with myself. I never played poker in my life up until that point she goes and i don't know i just caught it on tv one day and i became obsessed with it so i just she was like i now i play poker tournaments all the time and and she was like every single time or almost every single time i end up cashing out and i've i've she goes i was i just i just became obsessed with poker and i've done really well that's pretty fucking i mean there's a little bit more to the story but that's that's how do you not root for her? You know what I mean? Come on. And and also also she's she really is a sweetheart. Like she's a very sweet woman. How do you if you if you heard that story and looked her in the eyes and heard this story from her, you would root for her as well. Unless you're rooting for me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but um anyway, so, I'm going to try to do that. Um, you know what? I got to get better at this. Um, shit. There, there is a... Right at the beginning of this this uh, episode... I haven't put it up yet. But now that I brought it up, I have to do it. Um, there's a recording from Marissa. Beeps. Marissa. One of the best friends I ever had in my life. She's a sweet hat. And she needs to work on her pass. Listen, 
I sent her a message back. And basically what I said was, she needs to practice more. Her ass is definitely better than her shit. But, you know, she could do better. Marissa, you could do better. I love you. Yes. Um, no, but thank you, Marissa, for sending me that message. It made my day. Um, I love, I love hearing from you all, and it means the world to me. Um, all right. So, yesterday, what did I do yesterday? Where the fuck, where the fuck was I yesterday? Uh, I was in fucking Scotland, I think. What the fuck did I do? Oh yeah, I was in. Oh yeah, I was in the port. Not quite Glasgow. I was in the port town that was near Glasgow. I don't know. I walked around. It was cool. I don't... I couldn't live in Scotland. Uh -uh. Nope. 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 It's... Listen. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. My ancestors are from there. But there's nothing. There is nothing to do. So if you're wondering if you should move, if you should move to Scotland, the answer is fuck no. <laughs> it's a beautiful country. Don't get me wrong. I'm just telling you, you don't need to move there. If you love golf, you should come here and play fucking golf, drink whiskey, drink beers, yada, yada, yada. It'll be a great time, okay? But do you need to live here? Uh-uh. Or there? Because now I'm in, listen, listen, now I'm in Ireland, motherfucker. Ireland, sack. Uh, I'm in Belfast right now. And as soon as I got off the ship, um... Actually, I was trying to meet up with a friend of mine named Kaylee from the Mount Washington Valley. Kaylee, she's cool. I've known her for, whatever, five, four or five years or so now. She's awesome. Um, We became friends um, when I first got my condo in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Um, We became friends then. Um, She was actually one of the first people I met up there and, like, really befriended um and you know she's she's got really good energy she's cool but she moved to Ireland um fuck i don't know a couple of years ago and i i i honestly didn't even think to hit her up and i even in addition to that i didn't even think I didn't even I don't even know where she lived. And then I just happened to catch just as I was losing service yesterday, I was just losing service on my phone as we were sailing away. And I just was scrolling through Instagram and I caught her. She she tagged something in Belfast. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, I was like, yo, Kaylee. I was like, I'm going there tomorrow. Let's, you know, I don't know. Actually, I didn't say, that's all I said. And she said, oh, it. I'm around um, at one one p.m. If you wanna if you wanna grab a pint, or she said something like that, and I was like, "Word, let's do it. Why not? Why the fuck not? I don't know anybody else here, and she's awesome. Why wouldn't I? However, she um, she had I don't know. She had some whatever. She bailed on me. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, she said she had to go to some lunch. I don't fucking know. What point is, it didn't work out. I wish I got to see her, but she did give me some suggestions on some stuff. Um, but also the, uh, what was it? Um, oh, when I got off the ship, there's this one guy who worked who worked for, I forget his fucking name. Damn it. Yes. 
But he, I said, I, I took a shuttle bus from the port to downtown, which was basically like a 10 minute, 15 at the most, 10 minute drive, 15 minute drive. So, um, but this guy like worked for the bus company, but he kind of just organized, you know, he, like whatever. He took my payment basically. And, um, but I had to, while I was there, I had to wait like, I don't know, 20 minutes for the next bus. So, I, so I had some time. I was, so I just started talking to him. Right. And I was like, brah. This guy was a fucking man. He was the first Ireland motherfucker I talked to. I was like, bah. I said, where should I go? He said, he gave me a map and he just wrote down three bars and he said, go to these bars. And I said, okay, perfect. So one of them was Madden's. Okay. M-A-D-D-E-N-S. Like John Madden. So and it was walkable from right where the the bus drops you off, perfect. So I walked there and what? Listen, listen. I love Guinness. Um, I went through a Guinness a, a Guinness phase like ten years ago when I was living in eight two one one Danvers, Massachusetts, with Burger and Fogarty. I was like obsessed with Guinness at that time. I mean, for a few years. The only beer I would fucking drink was Guinness. And then eventually I kind of just faded out of that phase. But I still fucking love Guinness, don't get me wrong. And I'm in Ireland, so what am I going to do? You know, you already know I'm going to get a fucking Guinness. So I walk into this pub and it's like a dive bar. Perfect. All these motherfuckers with their thick ass Irish accent. I can't even understand a word... It's hard to understand what they're saying. I can't even do the accent. I wish I could because it would be way funnier. You know? But the Irish, Scottish, and English accents, they're all so distinct. Now I see why people like can, you know, differentiate like the Boston or the New York or fucking, you know, whatever, southern accents. Like there's just, uh, you can tell. You can fucking tell. But I show up. And uh, immediately, the guy was like, he, he obviously knew I was an outsider because it's a very local type of pub. Um, and the guy just goes, what, what are you having? And I was like, Guinness, please. And he was like, I. And he gave me the Guinness. And then I go to hand on my credit card and he goes, I don't take cards, which is that means it's an ultimate local bar. They don't even take fucking cards, cash only. And I was like, yo, I don't have any pounds, dude. Pounds is the currency here. I said, I don't have pounds. He goes, there's an ATM right there. I was like, well, I only have my credit card. And I mean, I can put my credit card in the ATM machine and get a cash advance. But I'm not going to. I didn't tell him that. I'm just telling you guys that. I'm not trying to fuck. Fuck that. Uh Uh-uh. You know, dude, that would cost me like $50 just to fucking. I said. He, he he handed me the pint, and that's when I went to pay. And I said, I said, I'm... And there were a bunch of people there all drinking Guinness. So I just, I put my hands up, and I, I was just like, dude, I I can't pay for this then. I, I don't have, I, this is, he was like, well, you have a card right there, mate. And I said, well, it's a credit card, mate. 
I don't have any access to cash. I said, I'm really sorry. Um, to, you know, can are you able, can you just serve that to somebody else? Who, like, because I heard a few other people just order Guinness. So, you know, and it takes a minute to fucking pour a Guinness. So my thought was, he'll put it to use. And you know what? He looked at me, he said, you can have it, mate. That's yours. Just pay me back one day. And I was like, uh, listen, I don't know. I'll probably never be back there. But he told me to drink it. So I started to sip it. And there was this dude on the end of the bar. And he goes, I'll pay for it. It was like three... 390 in euros or something. So it was like four bucks or five bucks American, whatever. And this dude on the end of the bar, he goes, he was standing right next to me because I was on the end of the bar. He goes, he goes, I'll pay for it, mate. And I was like, dude, respect. I said, thank you so much. You're a fucking gentleman. And thank you because that guy was going to give it to me for free anyway. So I just said, thank you both. I really appreciate it. They were like, where you from, mate? And I was like, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, United States of America, dude. And this is my first time ever in Ireland. And you know what the bartender said? He goes, so the first pint you ever had in Ireland was free? He goes, that's a good sign, mate. And I was like, oh, shit. You're right. You're right. I never even thought of that. He was like, and you're Irish. I can tell. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, you're right. My mama's mama. My mom's maiden name is Miller. I was like, you right. You right. So naturally, I started talking to this dude, the dude who, I, and I don't know if he actually paid for it. He was a regular. And I, I think that he and the bartender were exchanging drugs and money in the bathroom. Listen, I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just telling you that's their journey. Regardless... <laughs> um, this dude's name was Kneecap <laughs> I swear to God He's a rapper I don't know <laughs> I don't fucking know he, Listen, he was nice enough to Quote unquote Pay for my beer And he was very friendly And I don't know That being said Um I haven't looked up his music yet, but I should probably give him a plug because he fucking bought my beer. So, I don't know. If, you, <laughs> if, if you're interested in hearing some Irish rap, I will look this up eventually, but I haven't, I haven't gotten to it yet. This motherfucker's name is Kneecap. <laughs> that might be my favorite rapper name ever. <laughs> kneecap. I don't think he got shot in the kneecap. He wasn't limping. He wasn't limping at all. So, I don't know. Maybe he shot somebody in the kneecap. I didn't think of that until right now. Maybe he's known for breaking kneecaps. I don't know. That's his journey. But point being, you can look him up on YouTube. (laughs) That's what he told me. All right. So, that's that. I should have had that motherfucker on the podcast. But I was in this dark and dirty pub. I don't know. So, I kind of just like started drinking that pint real quick and then i i met this dude um fuck what was his name what was his name paul or some shit i don't know he suggested he suggested a cup he was to my kneecap was to my left <laughs> okay this guy was to my right and he suggested a couple of places um so here's the deal 
here's the deal. Tomorrow, we're going to be in Holy Head, Wales. Holy Head, one word. Holy, like Jesus, and head, like, you know, you're, like where your brain is stored. <laughs> Holy Head. And that's in Wales, which will be a new country for me. Um, but what I was told is there's really not much going on right there. And here's the deal. It's a three-hour train ride from Liverpool. I'll say it again. It's a three-hour train ride from Liverpool. One way, yes. And we're only in port from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., which is 11 hours total. So if, you, if, you do, if you're keeping up with your math, <laughs> that's a six-hour round-trip train ride. And that's 11 hours in port, which means I have to, I have to wake up 6 a.m. latest, which means I have to, I have to go to bed early tonight. And I'm going to do this. All right, listen, because this is the closest I'll ever be to Liverpool. Um, and it's a good opportunity and there's not much going on in Holyhead. So, and, and the, the excursions that the ship is offering have nothing to do with Liverpool. It's just some random shit that I'm not interested in. So point being, I am going to wake up at 6am. I am going to hop on a train at about 7am or 7.30, something like that. And I will arrive in Liverpool by 11 a.m. at the fucking latest, ideally. And you know what the first thing I'm going to do is? I'm going to go to the fucking cavern. Now, if you're keeping up with your Beatles, you know that is where, that is the most famous fucking, whatever. The cavern is where the Beatles started. That's where they always fucking played their first gigs and shit. That's how they got big. And it's a tourist attraction now, so it opens up pretty early and, um, from what this guy Paul, who was at the, this bar to my right, told me is, he said, he, he goes, oh yeah, definitely, he said, fuck Wales, fuck Hollyhead, he said, go to Liverpool, mate, he said, fucking, I, it's an awesome city, everything's cheap, and, and if you love the Beatles, you gotta do it. He said, go there, he said, go to the cavern, he said, it's starting at 11am, they have live music every day. From 11 a.m. all the way through until close. So I said, perfect. That's about the time I'll be arriving there. He said, you won't be disappointed, mate. He said, have a couple of pints there. Then when you get out of that bar, he said, look across the street. He said, look directly across the street. There's going to be a bar called Rubber Soul, which obviously, you know, that's a Beatles fucking album. That's the name of a Beatles album. If you keep it up with your Beatles, then you would know this. All right, listen. He said, go to that bar. I promise you won't be disappointed. I said, fuck yeah. Who's better than you? He said, if you really want, you can walk down Penny Lane. <laughs> Listen, if, if you don't like the Beatles, then I don't know. You might not like this podcast or the next one or two podcast. Probably not the next one either. I love the Beatles. There's no, Listen, there's nobody better than them. There's nobody. I don't care if, you, if, you don't lo- if you're not in love with their music. You still need to at least appreciate, respect, and admit how significant they are to not only the music industry, not only to the world, 
to the universe. Do you understand that some fucking, I don't know the exact story, some motherfucker figured out how to send the song across the universe, which is, you know, a Beatles song. Somebody sent that to aliens and they responded. The Beatles... I know, I listen, I know I have a couple Beatles haters listening to this right now. You know what? I don't give a fuck. Go fuck yourself because there's nobody better than them. Nobody. It's not even close. Who, who, the Stones? I love the Rolling Stones. They're fucking incredible. They're incredible. They're maybe the, maybe second place. The Rolling Stones, fuck. I get it. Led Zeppelin? Fuck yeah. They're right up there too. Maybe they stole songs. They definitely stole songs. (laughs) So did the Beatles. Everybody stole. They all did in their early days. But Led Zeppelin stole a lot. (laughs) Whatever. Doesn't matter. Those are probably the top three best bands of all time in my mind. But also in my mind, nobody comes close to the fucking Beatles. It's not even close. It's not even close. Anyway, so, oh, fuck, it's 624. Fuck, I'm not going to make that poker. Turn Yes, maybe I will. Um, so after I went to Madden's, that was cool. I talked to Kneecap. <laughs> I talked to Paul. And then I went to this place called Kelly's Cellars. Um, it's a bar. It is, um, I actually did some homework. Kelly's Cellars is the oldest licensed premises in Belfast. The original two-story pub was built in 1720. By Belfast merchant Hugh Kelly, who kept it as a bonded warehouse in which rum, gin, and whiskey were his mainstays. So that bar has got some history, and I believe it's the oldest bar in Belfast. So it was really cool to go there. Uh, I mean, everything was just like you walk in and the you, you you walk in sober and you think you're drunk because the floor is so fucking unlevel. <laughs> I mean, you, you stand in sideways as soon as you walk in. And then you like, like for example, when I went to go take a pass, I mean the the, the floor was fucking sideways. The floor was fucking sideways. And then um, the, the the bathrooms are so tight where like there's three urinals and like the 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 urinal that I passed in is right next to the door. So like literally, some dude opened the door and like bumped me over. I I, I might have missed the urinal for a second. Listen, don't judge me. I didn't expect, I wasn't, I was like, oh shit. And then the guy started laughing. He was like, I'm sorry, mate. It's kind of funny. Everything's tight here. And I was like, all right, I'm trying to pee. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Very cool bar, though. Um, And, I mean, I don't know. For example, like the Red Parker Pub. That's in Glen, New Hampshire. That was that that place started in nineteen seventy two, okay? And there's a fuckload of history in that bar and it's what, not even fifty years old? This this bar, Kelly Sellers, it's literally gonna turn three hundred years old next year. So just just imagine the history of that fucking <laughs> I don't know. Fucking cool. I don't know. Whatever. I got I gotta wrap this up. Um uh thank you, Marissa, for chiming in. And on the end of this podcast, I am going to put on a song from, once again, Smitten. Smitten. You can find them on podcast. That is my good friend, Nicole. Um, 
how good but how good was the song boom fucking incredible so good um hold on one sec fuck 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 one second one second one second all right this song this song is called red dress master now one thing shout out to burger because he he pointed out there's like a bunch of smitten shit on spotify all right just type if please look them up please and Burger, thank you for doing this and for pointing this out. Go on Spotify and type Boom Smitten. B-O-O-M space S-M-I-T-T-N. Boom by Smitten. And then you will see who, who like, you'll find the right Smitten. Again, there's a few different artists. And um, please, her voice is fucking incredible. So I'm going to throw her track on the end of this one. And again, it is called Red Dress disaster. No, sorry. <laughs> Fuck. It's. Wait. You know what? All right. All right. Oh, God. Nicole's going to hate me. Um, so the track says Red Dress Master. So, so I don't know if. I, I don't know if the strong. Fuck. I don't, I, I don't know if the song is just called Red Dress or if it's called Red Dress Master. Now that I think about it. It's probably just called Red Dress. And that's probably the master fucking recording slash copy slash MP3. Nicole, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> I'm a disaster. I am a Red Dress disaster. Um, whatever. Just listen to the fucking song and check her out, please. And thank you. I love you all. I'll check in from probably fucking Dublin. Or maybe I'll be stoked tomorrow about the Beatles. And uh, whatever. Please. Look at the red dress, fade in a pink Time to revive you, hear the splash of fresh ink For the next girl, waiting in line A Baby, baby, little sister of mine We're gonna sort you, right by the hems of fraying cotton Waving in reserve time before the morning comes Before the school bus a baby, baby, little sister of mine I send you out with the family jewel Forty years in this crimson loom A check and lining of stories past I hear the perks of knowing not of the past I skirt the flowers up above your knees The palest thing that I've ever seen Before she left her home and ran it as well I got that red dress Hanging on you A fitting armor For your first day of school A precious treasure Carry forward in you A baby sister with your pretty eyes blue I struggled forward As she would have said A damn crying shame That she never met This lovely creature You going to be a baby sister, now it's just you and me I send you out with the family jewel Forty years in this crimson blue Check and lining the stories past I hear them perks of knowing not of the past Skirt the flowers up above your knees The palest thing that I've ever seen A spitting image of mother dear before she left her home and landed us here 
second lining the story's past I hear the perks of knowing not of the past Skirt the flares up above your knees The palest thing that I've ever seen Spitting image of mother dear My voice you left at home and laid it as here Like I've got a I feel in a pain Praying cotton, waving in reserve and the 